one and a two and a one, two, three and hello there. Welcome back to The Bleeding Truth. My name's Sally McNally. I'm the Irish midwife. And I'm Bridget, Sally's daughter. Um, and we are sitting together again to talk about something that's super big. It's about to happen um, for Sally just tomorrow morning. And I think there's nothing more important than kind of us having a conversation about it and also, you know, hearing what your bleeding truth is of this, yeah. I guess, period of your life, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really, it is something big in my own life. I'm going to have a, a total hysterectomy, a bilateral salpingectomy and bilateral oophorectomy. And all of that means all of my lady bits that are in there are coming out. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a big deal uh, because, of course, it's sacred ground for me because this is where Bridget, my daughter, was formed in my body. Oh, that's right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which ovary she came from, but it was one of the, the ovaries. And um, my uterus, of course, kept her safe and growing. And being a midwife, I... I always think of a uterus as a sacred, holy place, a velvet secret place. I think of it uh, when I'm talking about um, going down on your breath in the yoga, when you're going to visit your baby, going through the wall of that velvet secret place. Mm -hmm. And it's such a mystical, magical environment in there for the baby floating in lovely little jacuzzi mm -hmm. and getting their, all their needs met. It's like... It's like a beautiful other world, you know. It's the nicest I've uh, ever you're... envisioned a, a uterus before. It's really not <laughs> what I think about. All right. Yeah. Um, of course, my, my uterus has been quiet and hasn't done anything much for the last number of years. <laughs> but why are you um, getting the surgery? That's, that's the real right. thing to yeah. mention, right? Well, um, I have tested positive for the breast cancer gene one. Uh, there's um, two breast cancer gene one and two, and I test positive for one. And um, I've been advised by my doctor and by a genetic counselor that this will reduce my risks of developing both breast cancer and, of course, ovarian cancer. Um, because I'm very high risk to developing both. Right. So I, I'm, I've agreed to have the surgery because I want to gaze into my grandchildren's eyes. I want to look in there. I want to see what it's like in there. I want to see who they are. Even though there's that's, none that's, on the way. <laughs> even though there's none on the way, I'm hopeful <laughs> someday... <laughs> That no someday, that, no, just <laughs> yeah, I think I think that that was a, a, a thought in my head when I was like, do I want to have that surgery? And then I had to ask it of myself. Do I want to give myself, you know, better chance to live longer? And um, the answer was yes. So that's kind of exciting that I do want to live longer. You definitely and... didn't have that same perspective. Well, not about living longer, but about doing yeah. the surgery and if it was you know something that you'd even yeah. consider I think in the beginning it was a hard no right yeah exactly it was a hard Why no do you think that was? I was 
it was because life is really good for me right now. I'm, mm-hmm. I feel strong. I feel healthy. I'm enjoying yoga. Um, I am enjoying my work. I'm very busy. I'm enjoying teaching. I don't have time for this. You know, it's like it's coming at a time when, ah, it's like a bummer, the timing. Um, But uh, I guess I had to ask myself that question. What's the alternative? If if I do have an 87% chance of getting breast cancer um, and high risk also of getting ovarian cancer, you know, why not um, change my odds, right. you know, and maybe it's, so it's risk reduction surgery. Though I do have, a, you know, a fibroid in my uterus and I do have like little cysts on my ovaries um, and ovarian cancer is very hard to diagnose. Often it's diagnosed in reverse. It's like the person is already um sick and it's gone too far to do anything about or you know it's it's diagnosed uh, after the fact and they're already yeah so um i'm not scared about uh, stuff like that but um i guess i guess i have more living to do so i want to you know yeah better the odds yeah better the odds Yeah. yeah and I mean, we don't have to go into the graphics of how they do the surgery, right? Maybe we'll talk yeah. about that after. I'm okay with talking about that because <laughs> I, I also thought about if I had a patient sitting in front of me with this same, you know, diagnosis and high risk, um, what would I say to her? Would I say, oh, don't worry about it. Get on with your life. I don't think I would, right. you know. So I had to, you know, look back at myself and, and advise myself. You know, so um, I I actually did have one woman, um, a friend of mine, saying, "Why would you do that? What on earth are you thinking? You know, have like needless surgery." And it did stick with me for a few weeks, like needless in her mind. Why would you need to do that? Um, but the advice that I got from the genetic counselor and from my own doctor Crownover, who's going to do my surgery, I. I felt, you know, very convinced. You know, when I'm telling my patients um, if somebody's going to intervene in their, you know, labor or bring an intervention to what what they what they're doing, I want them to use their brain, right? What are the benefits? What are the risks? What are the alternatives? Right. What is the my intuition telling me? And and then of course the end part of brain. Do I say no, not now? But then, of course, there's still probably that voice that's like, well, what if I didn't have it? You know, even if I, you know, kept. Right. What if it was for no reason because I just got, you know, I'm lucky and I didn't have it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's almost a, if you knew you were going to die from it. Yeah but you could do something about it. Right. What would you do? Yes. You, you basically got the opportunity yeah. to know that you might die That's from right. it. By seeing and your isn't that the future? Isn't that yeah. what we're supposed to be doing? It's preventative Improving care. Risk reduction. Yeah. You know, if I have, 
if I have an uh, 87% chance of developing breast cancer, and if this reduces that risk to say 45%, that's good, isn't it? And if I had a 70% chance of ovarian cancer, and this reduces it to zero, that's good odds. But I think it's harder for younger women to think of doing this kind of surgery. I mean, I, I don't need my uterus right anymore. Um, so like a younger woman who might be fertile and uh, has not had children yet, uh, that would be like huge yeah, I guess to, that does to be presented with that. Perspective for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's when we got you tested uh, to see if you carried the gene. We're all like jumping for joy when yours tested negative. I was mentally preparing for, okay, if it is positive... Yeah. I should, you know, seriously start thinking about having kids. Right away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like that probably would have I know a woman who's done that. my life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which yeah. not for the worse. That would be yeah. okay if it needed to happen sooner. But yeah. now I don't have that kind of, I guess, pressure that... Urgency. Less urgency, yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 that's so great, Pinty. Yeah, for me, I just want to get it over and done with, and uh, see when I can start doing my yoga again. Right, and not that I'm I'm practicing hours and hours a day or anything, but when I do practice, um, it feels so good. When you get to this age and you're still able to do headstand and handstands, and yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose my strength don't, and my flexibility. Don't worry about that, though, because that is something that you will regain and you'll probably have more so. attention to your body yeah. afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe even get... Yeah. I'm just not very good at being the patient. I'm yeah. sure I'm going to be a pain in the arse tomorrow. And I apologize to everybody who has to deal with me. I, I'm so lucky with the team I have. They're my friends. That's true. Yeah, you know the the doctors and the physiologists, like personally, which I mean, that probably helps you make that decision easier, of course. Do you feel comfortable kind of describing what what will happen tomorrow? Or does it kind of... I I feel fine. I mean, you you do intense surgeries and... Right, so so. it's fine. Uh, Well, um, so... It's in the it's in the same day surgery, so I'm hoping to go home after it. Um, I wanted to stay awake and talk to you during right. it and make a podcast, but uh, my doctor Crownover said no. He said it's, it would be too uncomfortable because they have to uh, put me to sleep because they're going to fill my abdomen up with air, uh, and I guess that makes it easier to view the different organs that he has to work with because he's doing it laparoscopic with a, you know, a robot. Um, so um, he, he'll detach the ovaries, the tubes, the uterus and drop it and the cervix, all of that drop down out through um, my vagina, my golden gateway, same, same pathway oh. you came. Now the magical mystical um uterus has so to do they make come out incisions? the same way 
Yes, he said just three little incisions, one around my belly button and two lower uh, in the lower abdomen groin area. They're tiny little ones like, yeah. Dr. Crownover, he said he was going to then send all those little bits and pieces to the lab just to make sure that there's nothing suspicious. Mm-hmm. And also he, he had this like wash that they wash everything. And then all of that um, wash is sent to the lab also to look for any uh, cancer cells that might uh, be in there. So right. that's great, isn't it? That's like really Does that worry you? washed out. Yeah. Well, I hadn't thought of it until he said it. And then I was like, oh, no, what if there are? Yeah. What happens then? I, have, I hadn't gone there in my head because in my mind, I was like, this is preventing anything. Right. Um, so. But I mean, I, I can. I guess if. Detect yeah, as well. I'll be kind of sad if, if, if that, that's the case. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like bummed. But Will you tell me? No. I'll tell you. Good. I'll be like, Bridget, my money's behind the. <laughs> of course. Bridget, you know, you know that death is not a scary thing for me. I, I don't, I don't like think, oh no, what if I die? I, I'm not thinking like that at all. Okay. Sure. But I still need you. And I'm not yes. done with you yet, so... And, and I'm not going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> but if I did, you know how I'll be. I'll be like jumping out of my body, flying off into the abyss, very excited for the new adventure. <laughs> I will. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. And um, remember that death is safe, right? <laughs> what can happen to you once you're dead? It's very safe. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> I read a beautiful poem and I wanted to share it with somebody. Um, it was it was actually from Thich Nhat Hanh, who I love. Mm-hmm. See him on my wall always. Um, he he said, "When I die, um, don't miss me. Um, I'll still be there. I'll be in the flower. I'll be in the bird song mm. and I'll be happy. Isn't that lovely? That's kind of just a shorter version of it. I must find that for you. It's really nice. It is. Yeah. 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 But don't worry. I'm not going anywhere, but um, I'll probably be all puffy and puffed out my belly for a day or two. And, I've heard uh, I imagine. it takes a lot longer. So. Yeah. Be prepared to be a patient. Try it out. Oh, no. I'm just going to hide in, in my bedroom for what would you tell, a few days. What would you tell a patient that's going through this surgery? Oh, okay. Tell, tell them. Thanks, Thanks Bridget. You're right. I would te- <laughs> yes. I would tell them to rest, yeah. um, but not too much. I would tell them to get up and walk within 12 hours of their surgery. And... Um, to drink lots of water, try not to get constipated, not to get hooked on narcotics. Um, ibuprofen is a good pain medication too. And what else would I tell them? Just when it's to stay calm, yeah. not to rush, not to rush to it. Like I was going to go to Ireland on Saturday 
that was had been our plan. We were going to like have the surgery and run off to Ireland and, and use the time recovering in, in fun places. Right. So uh, so we decided not to do that. Right. Yeah. We should use this as an opportunity to help other women who might have to have a hysterectomy. You know, um, women who are sick or uh, scared, you know, that um, maybe if I share my story, they will feel better about their own situation. Or even if you know people in your family that have had those types of cancers. You can yeah. do a genetics test to see if you have a predisposition to also yeah. testing positive and you know having those same cancers. So that might be something right. that a preventative care could help, but you wouldn't know unless yeah. you get tested. Um, right. so you're not going to do yeah. it on anybody. Right? I'm not going to yes. get that for the same reason. Hopefully, um, if, if some of my sisters and nieces are listening to this i don't know if they ever will but if they do um they'll get tested and uh, then they can make up their own mind if they need to do anything with their doctor yeah but anyway um so i'm going to uh maybe leave it at that i'm going to go and gather my thoughts and see what i need for tomorrow yeah not a whole lot And just call me if you need anything. Thank you for kind of sharing it. And I know it's it's kind of a private thing to have to go through. It's me bleeding truth. If ever there was bleeding truth, here it comes. I wish you luck tomorrow. So I hope when we do the next recording, we'll be able to kind of share the good news that everything went well and yeah and that you're healthy again and yeah kicking all right so we're going to wrap up this episode and thank you so much for being there and listening to us i really appreciate it personally especially at this time and um if you like what we're doing just uh, hit the like button and subscribe again it's free it doesn't cost you anything and it really helps us thank you thanks thanks for being there thanks a million goodbye to the uterus party what are you gonna do what are you gonna let you take it home (laughs) well oh the tv just came on people saying you know talking to me like i'm a patient i get on Oh, there's a ghost!